0: Welcome to Families for Life with Brian and Brian, a podcast of Oak Hill Baptist Church.
1: On today's episode, we're continuing our hard talk series on failure. All right, well, we are back, Brian. Welcome back, man. We're back. How's it going?
0: It's going good.
1: Good. How you How welcome. you feeling today?
0: Well, I want to say uh, I'm feeling good. Good. Welcome to you. Welcome to all our listeners. Yes,
1: welcome everybody. Thank you
0: for listening. We never want to forget, forget. the little people that make all this happen. <laughs> like, no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> well,
1: this is the second podcast that we are recording in the same day, so we're a little little slap happy, I think.
0: Yeah, we try to get ahead a little bit. We've got a extremely... Busy summer. Awesome summer. <laughs> it is awesome. There's nothing going on. We're right, off yeah, for the whole We don't summer, do no. anything for the summer. Uh we have a really busy summer, so we're trying to get a little bit ahead. Yes. We're recording extra episodes so we can, you know, get a little do bit Do these out.
1: other ministry things. Right. And yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of things going on. But we it's love great stuff we
0: though. love the series and all the things that we're able to do. We've got some really great ideas for things coming up. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we don't want to stop. We want to keep doing this. And so we're we're working hard to make it a priority and Get these episodes recorded, but it's
1: important that if you like these episodes too, that you subscribe, that you give us a review, you share, you know, let people know because you know we we want to we know our church people know about this, but uh, maybe not everybody has been encouraged to listen to it. If you listen to this, tell people if, well, if you think it's good, please please share. We've We'd been doing that. this
0: for. Almost, two, Almost years, two years, and we still have people that come up that say, "I just started listening to yeah, the podcast." Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Which I love that because to me, I love the fact that it's it's going to be around. Yeah. you know, um, it's a little scary, <laughs> like all the things we've said, but but I think most of it's been uh, really good. I know it's been good for me, and yeah. I hope for our listeners as well. Um,
0: yeah, if you got any email, you want to email us any feedback, yeah. comments, questions, uh, maybe ideas. Yeah, yeah, maybe there's things that you've uh, resonated with you from the podcast. F 4L, so the letter F, the number 4, the letter L at oakhillbc.org. That's mm-hmm. Oak Hill, BC, like in Baptist Church.org. Awesome. So. Today we're continuing our series.
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're we're doing these hard talks, and so these these topics we're discussing uh, we think can be difficult to discuss, or at least difficult to continue discussing throughout raising children, or or even just in life in general. Yeah. Uh, and this one we're talking about failure. So. I thought
0: it was appropriate that you wrote this episode. So. Oh, thank you. That's so kind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to write the one on character, and you're like, you do the one on failure. You're pretty. good at that. <laughs>
0: oh man! No, I could have written this in my sleep because, you know, failure is something that to you know it's, what do they say to err is to be human or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, and so I think that yeah. we, you know, failure is a part of the human experience. I think it's really hard though, as a as a as a child, yep, to come to grips with failure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that's why we as parents need to help our children understand what failure is and and why why it's part of the human experience why it's so important
1: yeah and you know a lot of things we talk about come we we, we discuss a lot about expectations you know having a lot of this is having the right mindset. Having the right understanding, understanding what failure is. And, you know, as we talked about this when we were just kind of like uh, mulling this idea around, uh, we kind of came up with several different types of failure. And as I was looking into this, I, I, I thought it was it was really helpful to me. It's it's stuff that like kind of always thought about or always known. But now I feel like I have these categories that I can really apply to my life and apply to my kids' lives. And so, you know, we want to talk about the proper understanding of failure. And the first part of that is these different types mm. of failure. And there's, there's four that we're considering that we've kind of categorized. And those four are accidents, ability, or lack thereof, circumstances, and sin. And so I want to go through those different things and talk about them. But first, uh, we want to reference some Scripture and help us see that we're not just making this stuff up. This comes from, uh, I believe, it comes from God's Word. Uh, Would you read for us Proverbs 24, 16?
0: Yeah, it says, For a righteous man falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in time of calamity.
1: Yeah. Now, I don't know if you can see... Some of these things in that text, there mm-hmm. you know, accidents, ability, circumstances, mm-hmm. um, and, and sin. But I see all four of those mm-hmm. things in that one text, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think it's important for us to see what the Bible is trying to communicate to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about
0: accidents. Uh, accidents happen, they do, right? Uh, accidents happen, and that's okay. That was the Elmo song from really Elmo potty training video. Wow! Accidents happen, and that's okay.
1: I've not heard that one. That's awesome. Well, that's and that that kind of goes to how we interact with the different age groups. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's actually trying to teach this kind of principle, um, because we need to know that, right? Like, we need to know. Do you think kids understand that accidents are are okay, that they happen, and that that's something that you should expect, or or do kids not really? get that?
0: That's a good question. I don't, I I don't know. Hmm. Maybe some kids do, maybe they don't, you know, it's, it's frustrating because, you know, say you're, you know, you sit down, you get your lunch, your kids have their lunch. And then the next thing, it's like their hand doesn't work right somehow. (laughs) And it's like, they're reaching for their cup and it just like it, it just not loads it they off just the table. knock it off and it's like did your hand just like have a muscle spasm and you just like completely knock this off the table like what is going on so true and so it's easy to be very frustrated by that you know yeah. i know in my own life i um will have an accident or will drop something or trip or forget something you know mm-hmm. you accidentally forget something and it's so frustrating mm-hmm. as as a as a person that that We are not perfect. Yeah. But I think if we take our expectation down and understand, like, hey, we're going to have accidents, we're going to mess up, we're going to, these things are going to happen to us. So our expectation should not be that we're going to walk through life perfect, that we're never going to spill a glass of milk, that we're never going to stumble or forget something. Yeah. And if we would have that expectation, that would, that would help us. Yeah. I
1: think accidents and this idea of like failing, like you failed to, grab your cup of milk, or you, you failed uh, to walk across the room. <laughs> um, you know, the these sorts of things, we have to understand that that's not true failure, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unless you don't learn from mm-hmm. it. And so when, when you have an accident, we have to recognize that there's a difference between purposefully ignoring wisdom mm-hmm. and then just like doing something because you either didn't know or or literally, like, you just couldn't control it. There's something that just happened, and, you know, talk about circumstances, but something you've done that you just, you know, you just accidentally you stub your toe. It's not like you weren't paying attention. You just, it was just an accident. Well,
0: you're right. And so the next time, say you stub your toe on the corner of the bed or something, so next time you're going to think about mm-hmm. a little more carefully how you walk around the bed. You right. know, you're going you're gonna to think about uh, a little more consciously about, picking up that glass yes. more carefully, you know, more carefully. Or a parent might uh, say, well, I'm going to get spill-proof cups. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, you, there are some things that kids, you know, maybe can't do. Parents are helping them with that. But there's also like, hey, use two hands. And that's when you start to see there's a difference between an accident and purposefully ignoring wisdom Right. And, quote, having an accident. You know, because kids, if you're not careful, they'll... They'll they'll start having lots and lots and lots of accidents. Oh no, it was an accident. You know, it's like no, well, no, you were not right. doing what you know to
0: do. Well, I think so we got to be careful. Like we can't be too hard on people. Like like a kid may uh, accidentally do something, and then or or I've done this before. You do the laundry and you accidentally ruin something of your wife's yeah. clothes or something like that. No one set out to do that, you right. know. And so you have to be careful. Like you can't be so hard on the person that they feel. Like obviously they're gonna feel bad. Right. You know, but you know, try to comfort them. Try to let them know there's grace. And then like you said, help them grow and learn from that. That's right.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's kind of this next part is ability or, or lack thereof, right? Ability is something that comes over time. You don't just have the ability to do everything. Um, and so have you noticed? Know, I know for me and my kids and even my own life, I have noticed, and this might be a personality thing. Do you think that some people are okay with lack of ability more than other people? or or is That's it a good question. Yeah, I mean, in? I think,
0: I think uh, well, we've talked about this before. I think there's some people that that expect to be able to do things, to be mm-hmm. good at things um, right off the bat, yeah. you know, without practice. And, you know, I think when you do something and you fail, there's a temptation that's like, well, I'm never going to do that again. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well for me
1: I, I think you I think that's a good point there's kind of like the response to that and, and we're going to talk about true failure mm-hmm. versus like you know motivation uh, in a second mm-hmm. but but you're right this true this this response to that is important for, I think we can go one or two ways in, in general for me I know from <laughs> growing up it was like <laughs> like if I can't do it perfectly, I'm going to furiously make it happen. And mm. so so I remember trying to dribble a basketball through my legs when I was mm-hmm. really little and I was irate that I couldn't do it mm-hmm. like on the first try. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny. I just did not realize that you can't do something without practice. Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 the good thing was I kept going, but there were times where I really didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of a balance there between keep going but But not being crazy about it Mm -hmm. versus uh, just stopping and giving up completely, right? Um, So this is something we we have to understand. We're just not going to have the ability to do everything. We have to recognize there is a limit to our ability Mm. that only God controls. Mm. You know, like there's a certain limit to our abilities.
0: Well, I think that's where sports play such a big role because you learn what it means to the limits of your ability, you learn what it means to practice, to persevere, to get better at something. You know, I think, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I'm never going to play in the NBA. Mm -hmm. I was never going to play in the NBA, no matter how much I practiced on my basketball hoop outside, no matter how much I played basketball, uh, I'm never going to be in the NBA, Brian. Yeah. It's very sad. I'm sorry. I'm not tall enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not skilled enough. Yeah. And that's okay. I have the ability to go out and play basketball with my children, to coach basketball, to play with my friends, but I'm never going to play at that highest level. Yeah. And that's okay.
1: Well, it's like the same for me. I watched space jam and I was going to be the next Michael Jordan. (laughs) There were several problems with that idea. (laughs) Uh But uh but man, I played basketball as hard as I could, thinking yeah. that, you know, if I just give it my all. But in the back of my mind I always knew that that here's the thing God didn't make me to be the next Michael Jordan. Right.
0: God made you be the next Brian
1: Van Doren. That's right. Uh and so there is an ability that we have that we have to grow into, but there's a there's a limit to that ability and a uniqueness to that ability. Yeah,
0: just coming to grips with that is is part of the the failure. existential crisis that we have as children and, right. and, and growing into adults. So the, the next, one? yeah, the next thing is circumstances. Uh, circumstances play a huge role in our failure and failures of life. Sometimes they aren't, a, they, they aren't a product of anything that we do. Mm. There's failure in and around our lives that, um, just kind of happen to us. Yeah. You know, you think about, um, so many people, you know, a, a Example that just popped to my mind would be like the uh, the the Wall Street crash. Yeah, you know, and where the unemployment. We're thinking back to what was it the 1920s or something like right. that. I can't remember what exactly the year, but uh, you know that was through that was through the fault of somebody else. But those people, everyday people, lost their retirement. They lost their jobs. They lost all of these things, and so there was failure that was happening in their life that was of no fault of their own. Yeah. And that can be
1: scary, right? I mean, is that that can produce fear in our lives. Mm-hmm. Well, how do we process this fear of circumstances that are completely outside of our control?
0: Yeah, I think that's where we got to trust God. I mean, we have to know that God is sovereign over all circumstances and trust him and, you know, not let that fear control us but understand like okay, this has happened, it's outside of my control what what can I control yeah what what can I move forward in and and work towards that's
1: really good yeah because because the circumstances can can do things to you but but you still have your own life to live and you're responsible for the things that you do and so there's
0: a temptation to like have those cer like oh I um, I grew up this way. My parents did this. Yeah, exactly. I was, and, and you start blaming all of these things, the way you are, the way you act. You blame it all on these circumstances that were really outside of your control. That's right. But the things that are inside of your control, you're blaming on the out, the things that were out of your control. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And 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 we're not going to be judged based on our circumstances, right? Like God's not going to come to us and just be like, you know, well, your circumstances are, were this, and therefore you're a terrible person. No, right. he's going to say, what What did you do? What were your choices? What was your heart? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we find ourselves in Christ, we will then be uh, covered in Christ's righteousness. That would be the answer. Um, and that kind of brings us to the, yeah, the next um, one, and this is the one that is really th- the problem, right? These other ones we've talked about are really not problems. Um, I mean, they're problems, but they're not like this they're not is bad.
0: The, the, the heart of the Christian essence and the failure within our Christianity is in sin.
1: Yes, yeah, because this is the one. This is this is what we want to avoid. This is this is the bad one, mm-hmm. um, and this is. Really, it's purposeful rejection of God, his law, or his wisdom. When, when we're sinning, we are taking God himself or his law, his wisdom, something mm-hmm. about God, and we are saying no to God. We're rejecting that. We are already failing when we do that.
0: Yeah, and we talk about sin. We think about sins of commission and sins of omission. You right. know, James four seventeen says, so whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it." For him, it is sin.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sin is that bad kind of failure, and it's unacceptable. Like the the point of that is to say was
0: that a paraphrase? Because I just read that as if it was scripture. No, I'm it sorry? was scripture. No oh, okay, scripture. Okay, I just <laughs> didn't
1: quote it properly. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, that's you exactly failed. Right. You failed. You <laughs> failed. But you're good. learn example. from it, and it wasn't sin.
0: Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I should ask you beforehand. But yeah, no, I think you're right. That you know, we 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 face these choices in life and we have these opportunities, we have these temptations, we have all of these things. And because of the sin nature, there's going to be failure in our lives. We're going to choose not to do the The right right thing. thing. We're also going to know what the right thing is and choose not to do that as well. In the sense of, uh, walking down like those sins of omission where I know I should be doing this, but I'm going to let that, go. Yeah. I'm just going to avoid that, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good point. It's not just it's not just it's not just doing the wrong thing, it's not doing the right thing. It's it's both. And when we right. know God wants us to do something we don't do it, that's sin. When we know God doesn't want us to do something and we do it, that's sin. So so that's a failure to live up to what life is supposed to be, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that is a moral thing, that's a that's a a problem, but here's what's here's what's kind of cool about this is that God knows we're going to sin. Um and, and and here's the the awesome thing is that the only way that we're going to be a true failure is if we stay in the sin. Mm, I like, like that. The, that's the only way to be a true failure is mm-hmm. if you stay knocked down by your by your accidents, your lack of ability, your circumstances or if you stay in your sin
0: well that goes back to that verse where he says a righteous man falls seven times and gets up you know i think it's the it's the perseverance of our faith
1: yeah that's right and and i think i have that i think i have that in here we'll see Um, or maybe I don't, but anyways, that's, that's exactly where we're going is talking about this, this results of these four different types of failure. And you, you were talking about this, Brian, I thought it was really good because you can have this idea of being completely defeated, right? This ultimate failure, true failure versus being motivated, spurred on by instances of failure. Mm -hmm. And I found this verse, I want to read it because I think it captures exactly what we were trying to say, but it's scripture, so it says it better. (laughs) Um, Jeremiah 8, 4 through 5, listen to this. It says, You shall say to them, thus says the Lord, when men fall, do they not rise again? If one turns away, does he not return? Why then has this people turned away in perpetual backsliding? They hold fast to deceit. They refuse to return. And so in that... Oh, I just realized we were already talking about Proverbs 24, 16. That's what you said. <laughs> but in Jeremiah 8, 4 through 5, in that you see God telling us that when you fall, you rise up. That's mm-hmm. natural. Yeah. When you turn away, and, and this, other translations have the idea of like going the wrong direction, sinning, you repent. That's that's natural and good, but then he says basically w- why he's he's saying this is a bad thing when you are perpetually backsliding. You keep going the wrong way. You keep staying down. You you keep going into deceit. And so there there's a difference between uh, failing and and moving on and into success
0: mm-hmm.
1: versus failing and staying being defeated. So let's talk about being defeated. What what is that? I, I kind of mentioned a little bit, but. You want to touch on that yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I
0: think being defeated is <clears throat> the state of staying down when you fall. You know, it's it's getting beaten down, it's getting uh it's, it's understanding like okay, I've messed up and I'm just going to like sit down in this and not not do anything to sort of uh fix this or move forward or or for the Christian repent, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: What what I think is awesome is that the more I think about it, the more I, I think no one has to be a true failure. Mm. Like not not a single person has to be a true failure. You might fail a lot, but the only way you stay a failure or become a defeated person mm-hmm. is by is by just not getting back up we have to understand that defeat doesn't have to turn into being defeated right mm-hmm. uh, it should always be looked at as as a way to figure out how to move forward uh, i told you recently i was watching uh, meet the robinsons with my family and uh, and that's a great movie for kids uh, if you if you have kids like that's that's a really fun movie it's kind of silly but one of the main things in it this kid is an, an inventor and he's he's inventing and you know things and ends up being pretty bad at it. But he finds out, you know, the future, there's there's this success story, and the person who made all, I won't give away the ending, but the person who made all these inventions, his motto is to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the lesson is, you know, when you fail, they even celebrate it. They're like, yeah, you failed. And um, you, you told me about this Thomas Edison quote. Do you remember it? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It says, um, I've only, it says I'm not failed. I've only found 10,000 ways that that won't work or there's something, there's some variations of that, Mm -hmm. but 10,000 ways this won't succeed. Uh, and I think that it's important. It's a great perspective. Uh, this doesn't necessarily dealing with, um, I guess it does deal with all aspects of failure because, you know, you try different things. He's talking about inventing, of course, but you try different things and um, you know it's 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 finding the ways that that won't work, but then as you move forward, you're finding what what will work. Well, I know?
1: even think about like uh, like if you're if you're an, an older maybe maybe like teenagers or, or mm-hmm. young adult, and you're pursuing uh, romance, right? Uh, there's times where you're going to get rejected. You know that right. that's <laughs> failure. Well, okay. You found out that that person's not going to be the person for you, and that can feel terrible. But if you if you have the right perspective, yeah. and you say, "Okay, I'm not going to stay down because this person isn't, you know, doesn't want to have a relationship with me," okay, n- moving on. Yeah. There's there's a lot of other people, um, and so yeah. you don't well, have to stay down.
0: And I, I also want to add, I love this quote from Mike Ditka, the Bears. Mike Ditka, the Bears. He says, "Success <laughs> isn't permanent." And failure isn't fatal, mm. and I love that because really it's one of those. It's one of those things that it's 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 that idea that we keep trying, that we keep going, yeah. that we don't stop. You know, and that's what all of these quotes kind of have in common is that yeah. there's this idea that if failure only affects us if we're defeated by it. Yeah, you know, and I think if we keep moving, keep going, uh, for the Christian. I think we can look to, uh, you know, one of my favorite uh, examples of this is the Pilgrim's Progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I I talk about this often because I just love it so much. It's such a great example of how we fail and then the Lord picks Mm -hmm. us back up and helps us along our journey of life. Yeah, that's right. And so I think as a Christian, the only way we fail is if we stop persevering. We stop going to the Lord. We stop... Um, you know, seeking His help and, and following after Him.
1: Yeah, and, and with our sins, our sins defeat us when, when we don't take them to Christ, you know, when we don't turn back, when we don't repent. And that's why I love being a Christian because it lets me, it, when, I'm, when I'm, you know, walking closely with the Lord, it just sets me free from feeling like I have to perform all the time because like yes, I want to do my best because I want to, not because I have to, because I want to right but when I inevitably mess up when I fail when I sin, I, I can take it to the Lord and find grace and mercy uh, to help in the time of need. And so that's that is what is so great about being a Christian as a Christian you, you can and I think I think Christianity is is the solution to ultimate defeat. Uh, without being without following Christ, who defeated the grave, uh, you're gonna you're gonna be a slave to sin, and you're gonna be defeated by life, mm-hmm. um, one way or another. And that's why in Christ you don't have to be defeated. You can yeah, always get well, back
0: up. There's no failure in Christ because to live is Christ, is to die is gain. Exactly. You know, Jesus showed us that that what seemed to be failure when he uh, went to the cross was actually victory. That's right. You know.
1: Well, and that's okay. So that brings us right to the next uh, aspect of this: is that you you've got this idea of being defeated versus motivation. Mm. You know, this getting back up. What what is it that that's what we want out of failure, right? But but what is it that actually motivates us? Yeah, I
0: think we grow through failure. I think it's seeing that uh, there is a plan, there is a purpose that that God has, and then we we grow through that. You yeah, know, we we use that failure. As a motivation to continue on, right? Okay. I messed up, um, whether it's of our own doing or of outside forces. Okay. Now I'm motivated to continue on to fix this or, or, change direction or do something different.
1: Yeah. Well, and for me, I think you're right. Like knowing that God is, is working in that failure and knowing that he's got a plan that isn't going to be thwarted, you know, uh, like Romans eight twenty eight. we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. That, that promise to me, that, that knowledge that we have, helps me remember that he is working in this. And, you know, the book of Genesis is kind of like the whole point of the book of Genesis or one of the major points of the book of Genesis is to show, hey, y'all messed up all of creation, but God is going to fix it. And he comes all the way to the end and Joseph says, you know, what man meant for evil, God works for good. And it's like, thank you, Lord, for taking my failures and being able to use them for your good plan that you have. Right, um, and I think that's the other thing is like our God's plan's not contingent on my weaknesses? I yeah. can't thwart it,
0: yeah, I think that you know God's sovereignty plays a huge role in this, and who who God made us to be, um, you know, as we think about all of this, when we are weak, uh, that's when that's when God is strong, yeah, you know, and I love this verse in second corinthians twelve nine and ten, where Paul is saying. He has said to me, God has said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Uh, most gladly, therefore, I would rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am well content with weaknesses and insults and distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties. For Christ's sake, when I am weak, then I am strong.
1: Yeah, I think he lists like several different types of failures there, you know? yeah, (laughs) It's like people insulting you, distress, persecution, difficulties,
0: weakness. He points out that the weaknesses or the failures that we see in our lives are actually a good thing because God is made glorified in those. And how many times can we go to Scripture and see where God takes someone who is weak, someone who does not have... um, godly character and then he transforms their life yeah you know he transforms them into a person that does great things for god we've seen it over and over and over again you know yeah
1: yeah it's it's amazing and it's it's there for a reason it's to to show us that like that's that's the mission of god to to redeem us from our fallenness I love
0: the example of Moses, for instance. You know, when Moses, when when God is commissioning Moses, and mm, God yes, is just yes. so zealous for for Moses to say like, "You're my guy," mm-hmm. and Moses is like, "No, <laughs> there's got to be somebody else." Because listen, I I, I don't speak very well, mm-hmm. and God's like, "Don't worry, mm-hmm. I'll have." I'll have Aaron speak for you. And yep. the guy's like, he's like, but but I don't have any power in myself. Well, I'll give you these miracles you can do. And he's like, he's he's all of these things. God's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be with you. I'm going yeah. to make you. Moses just keeps going back to his weaknesses. And God's like, that's not a problem for me. Right. Those yeah. weaknesses are are <laughs> like you don't understand mm-hmm. like my power supersedes all of those weak those perceived weaknesses like no no you're my guy yeah you're my guy yeah
1: that's 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 really good i mean yeah moses when you look at the life of moses until he uh really just like followed god he was he was kind of a failure i mean he grew up in in a in a nice situation uh but but it didn't end nice for him Mm -hmm. until until the lord intervened right that's that's a great example um that's what we want to help our kids understand. We've got these four different ideas of what failure is. We kind of know the difference between being a true failure and being motivated to to really be successful out of and through failure. Yeah.
0: Before we jump into the age categories, why do you think it's important to teach our kids just in general about
1: failure? I think it's important because when you don't teach them about it, when you don't prepare them for it um, – it can ruin their lives. Mm-hmm. Like they can be so overwhelmed by the fact that they were on a basketball team and they lost every single game. That that's kind of my story. They can they can feel they can feel like their life does not matter. When they when they think that the sum of their life is either success or failure. And this is why it's important. It's also important important because we don't want our kids to think that because they're successful that there's something awesome in and of themselves. I think you're
0: driving at something that you know. We, we don't want our kids. We don't want their failures to define them. Yes. We also don't even want our successes to define that's, us. That's it. We want Christ to define Amen. us. Amen. Yeah. And that's where we find our. That's where we find our everything is in Jesus. And so whether we fail or we succeed, we are. We hold. We are held in God's hand, and I think that's so important to teach our children because they will not. No one will. No one will explain that to them. Right. The world is a cruel and harsh place. The world doesn't believe that. The,
1: right. the world thinks you are a sum of your successes or failures. Right. The world thinks that that's all you are. You're just an economic piece of the puzzle. And that is not what God made us to be. Right. And that's what we're fighting against uh, all the time. And that's why we have to teach our children that. And so so we want to talk about failure for different age groups. you know, And it starts when they're really... Really little, right? Mm-hmm. And so these are important lessons for our kids. Um, what does it kind of look like to teach them these important lessons?
0: Yeah, let's talk about what the younger children, yes, babies and pre-K. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, this age, number one, they're going to have a lot of accidents, a lot of accidents, <laughs> lot of accidents.
1: Yes. <laughs> many different types of accidents. That's right, of all
0: kinds. And so I think we have to uh, help them to understand. Hey, the, it's okay to have accidents, you know, and we try to, like you said, we try to learn from them, we try to grow from them. But helping them come to grips with the fact that they're not going to be perfect, they're not going to do everything right or perfect or good all of the time.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's important. I remember I had an RD at school, Gunnar Gunderson, and uh, uh, dude, dude is an awesome guy, and uh, he, he has uh, several kids, and one of the things he told us with his kids was how uh, he, we were talking about this sort of thing, and his kids would, like, spill milk or something, and, and their family, whenever there was an accident, um, they would just all be like, It's okay! Yeah. And uh, they would all join in saying, It's okay! Because accidents are okay. And so you just clean it up, you move on, you learn from your
0: accident. And It's kind of what makes me think of the Meet the Robinsons. Uh, yeah, exactly. They're like, you failed, you failed!
1: Hey, Let's go! What'd you learn, you know? And, well, and
0: I think, and I, uh, you know, I, I think when we have these things that happen to us, th- these are moment, you know, it- it's also how we react.
1: That's what, that's exactly what I was thinking. Cause I think that's, that's a huge part of it.
0: How do we react to our own accidents? And then how do we react to their accidents? Yeah. You know, if we freak out, if we, even if it's your own self yes. and you, you have an accident, you have an you, accident. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you get mad and you freak out about your own stuff, that's just going to tell them how they need to respond to their own accidents. And why, that's
1: why you got to be convicting right now. Right. Why, what are you doing? Why? No, I'm just kidding. That's exactly right. And that's what I even remind myself. I don't know why milk seems to be the main thing for us. Like uh, we're we spilling a, drink, a lot <laughs> of milk at our we house. We drink a lot and spill a lot of milk. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, I have to literally remind myself. It's like, there's no use crying over spilled milk. Like, yeah, I'm like telling myself and, and it's like, you know, the kid, the kid will be okay. If, if, if they realize that I'm okay. Right. And uh, the question is, am I actually okay with accidents? Mm, that's uh, parents, good. are we?
0: And that's hard. <laughs> that's good. I also think that at a young age, we start to teach them sort of right and wrong. We teach, you know, they're learning what sin is and that once again, they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And so they start to learn these things. And I think even at a young age, we can um, help them to understand like, okay, we messed up. Let's... let's Let's seek the Lord's help and let's do, let's try better next time.
1: Yeah. Cause it's not just about like, we talked about obedience before it, that's important, but it's not only about punishing, like the goal behind all of that stuff is to teach them how to seek forgiveness mm-hmm. and be reconciled. Right. And so, you know, the goal is not just that you don't hit your brother ever again. The goal is that you and your brother have a a good relationship mm-hmm. that you love one another. And so we have to teach them that hitting is not a part of love unless you're wrestling, in mm-hmm. which case that you can be loving in that way. You know, th- those are, those are those things mm-hmm. and it can be a little complicated, but it's important. And so, yeah, we got to teach them what right and wrong is because uh, they do not know this stuff, mm-hmm. but as they grow up, older they they we we've been modeling these things they've been learning that it's okay to have accidents it's okay that circumstances aren't always how we want them to go it's not okay to sin but but it's good to seek and find forgiveness um how do we help our older children
0: yeah i think that as they get older we help them to embrace their failure you know th- th- this is the area where they start to understand like their ability You know, they start to see the circumstances, they start to see, I mean, all of these kind of pieces come together for them in these ages. And so we got to help them understand that, uh, it, it's a part of growing up, right? It's a part of being human. And they start to learn the difference between how do we handle failure?
1: I'll just say this. I know for me, like I was really thankful for my parents, um, helping me with this because I didn't take it well. And uh, one of the things about me is that it's kind of like a uh, like I could I could get okay at most things fairly quickly, but then I would just totally plateau and couldn't ever get very good or even like good at those things, and uh, and that was really challenging for me. You know, it was really hard to reconcile like being able to do something, catch on to something fairly easily, but then not actually get super good at it easily. And I'm thankful for my parents to see that I was like, <laughs> it was pretty obvious. They, they could easily see how frustrated I was. Um, and I remember sometimes out of honestly just desperation, they'd be like, Brian, why are you so mad that you can't do something it's okay. Like you're not, you're not going to be able to do that right away. Right, uh, You got to keep practicing. And that was really just helpful. And, and they, they kept telling me that. And that was, that was what helped me realize that it wasn't, it wasn't the end of the world that I couldn't do a kick flip on my skateboard. Right. the First time I tried it. Right. You know, like
0: th- that didn't make I, I, me an, I, a,
1: a better person.
0: Yeah. And I think you're trying to help your children not get defeated in that. Right. You know, it's like, uh, uh My kids get so frustrated in video games, you know, especially my younger son who's younger and he's not as good at some of the games that he plays with his older brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, buddy, why
1: aren't I not as good as him? Right.
0: And it's like, dude, you're younger. You don't, you haven't played as much. You need to just calm down and practice and not get so upset about this, you know, and it's hard because the emotions are real. And, and, you know, I understand I'm not trying to minimize those feelings no, yeah, in yeah. any way, but it's like, okay, let's, you know, try to get yourself to get better next time, you know, right. do, do things different. So I think at, at, at this age, you're kind of learning and feeling out what those, what those things are. You got to be encouraged to try to push, you know? And I think one of the things that we, um, <clears throat> You know, with, with modern parenting, you know, this gentle parenting, mm-hmm, helicopter parenting, we don't want our kids to experience hardship or pain or struggle in any way. And that's bad. Yes. That's very bad. If our kids don't have failure, if they don't have struggle, uh, then they're never going to know how to overcome it. And as an adult... They're they're gonna there's no way around it. You're gonna fail. Right. They're gonna freak out, you know. One of the greatest examples I love is when we take kids to camp. You know, they 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 have to face fears uh on the zip line or on you know, one of the greatest things on we go there's a big lake and they have the blob or they have the Mm -hmm. slides and they have this platform you can climb on and jump off of. And there's kids that will want to like, oh, I want to go up and jump off this thing. Like, well, go do it. And they get up there and they're just afraid, you know, and they're like, I don't want to do it. So we will, we will, I, I've rallied people like, come on, you can do it. We're cheering, you know, and we're helping them celebrate. And if they get back down, that's fine. Hey, try again tomorrow, you know, that's right. but there was one girl I remember. She, she didn't do it the first day. Then the second day I saw her get back up on the, the platform to jump off. And finally, we we you know we were cheering for her. She jumped off, and you could just see the sense of yeah. accomplishment. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I I did this, you know. And it was one of those things where it was just that teaching experience. And hopefully, she'll remember that as she goes into life. That hey, I did fail, but then the next day I went back and did it again. That, that, that I I do.
1: You cannot oversell how important that is to to be encouraged. Mm-hmm. Through failure, you know it's not you don't like oh you you don't you you, you encourage right um, and 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 you are okay with failure um, so yeah that's that's really important I'm I'm so glad you said that uh, it gets interesting when you're dealing with teenagers uh, mm. with all of these topics right and so
0: well I think with teenagers uh, it's the and I'm sorry I don't mean to interrupt you there I apologize no that's okay but yeah, I think with teenagers going. the the stakes get a little bit more real yeah yeah and the failure can be um, you know, more Uh, more permanent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A little bit more important there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a good point.
1: So, you know, we've got to help them though, because they're coming out of childhood going into adulthood. It is, it is a little bit higher stakes and that's why it's so important that we don't take the foot off the gas when, when our kids are teenagers, we actually need to be more engaged, but we have to do it in a different way. Right. Right. So how do we need to talk to them uh, about these things, what are the ways that we need to start engaging them as teenagers?
0: Well, and I think number one, we don't—we we need to have our level of reaction that is um, equal to the, the the type of failure. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like little things, we, we need to react little. Yeah, big things, we need to react big. You know, and I think that's really important because. We will take, you know, and and I know dads can do this, especially like moms have about 87 levels. (laughs) Dads have zero to a hundred. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's it. One, you know, it's like one level. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're, we're like, okay, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. You must do this, you know? (laughs) And so we have to be careful. Like everything can't go to level 100 Mm -hmm. right off the bat. And so I think we, you know, with teenagers, it's just a constant, um, it's a constant, like, Helping them to know and to learn, and you know, sometimes they'll they'll get it. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, this is not really an example of failure, but it's an example of kind of persevering through these things. It's like if your kids have chores, like they have to empty the trash or do the dishes, you might have to ask them a million times, uh, not not a million times to do the dishes that time, but I mean, say, oh, "Can right, you do right, the dishes?" Right, right. Then they go do it, right? And then the next time, you have it's to like, "Hey, go them. do the that's dishes." Right, that's right. But then there's that there's those few times where like they see the dishes. And they, and they do go it. do it. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, we're succeeding as parents, you know. Lord, you are really good <laughs> to me. <laughs>
1: well, I, yeah, that's that is absolutely right, and that's good. That's all good. I think something that I think is really important too is is talking to them about kind of really what actual success looks like. Which I believe, uh, and I think Scripture all the all the way would back this up that that true success is is about being who God created you to be. And I think we've talked about this before a little bit, but you know they need to be encouraged not to just do whatever they want. Right. And that's the thing. The world, the world thinks that failure is a way to to learn how to do what you want to do better. But we believe that failure is a way to learn how to do what God uh, wants us to do better. And we need to encourage them to be who God wants them to be because if they will faithfully follow God. Then that's a task that you can't fail. Right. Like you can't fail becoming who God wants you to be if you're just following Him. That's right. Even even if you follow Him clumsily, like you will still grow into who He wants you to be right. through failures.
0: Right. There are um, God gives us so many chances. Yeah. So, so more grace, grace abounds. You know, mm-hmm. and it's so it's so great, and to help our teenagers understand that because there will be those that will be very hard on themselves. Um, you know, this is where we start to form these failures. And even as kids, we do this as well a little bit. These things that are these core memories yeah, of failure right. in our lives. Yeah. And I think we have to be, and even, listen, even as an adult, I struggle with this. Same. You know, Yeah. Oh, yeah. we think back on the failures of our lives and they can almost be crippling to us, you know, and we think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. Well, you're like, that was 10 years ago. That was 20 years ago. And at some point it's like, it's like, we got to, we got to give ourselves a a pass there and say, okay, we did that. We messed up. We've already repented. If it was something that we disobeyed, Mm -hmm. you know, and so Mm -hmm. it's over it's, you know, God, um, I I love the scripture, the scripture that when, when God talks about forgiveness, it's the idea that God chooses not to bring these things up again. You know, it's not that God literally forgets because God literally can't forget anything, but it's that God looks at our Mm -hmm. sin and chooses not to bring it up. So, why do we continue to bring up to sin in our lives if we've repented, if we've dealt with it, if we've moved on and God has grown us out of that? Why do we continue to to hold on to that? And I think teenagers will really struggle with that. Mm-hmm. They'll be they'll be crippled by their mistakes We're and their s- failures. And I think adults struggle with that too. We're
1: seeing that. We're seeing them be crippled by possible mistakes and mm-hmm. failures. And that's that's a that's a that shows That shows that we don't have a right understanding of failure in our lives. When we are crippled by possible failure through accidents, lack of ability, circumstances, or or sin, when we're crippled by possible things, We show that we don't really understand how failure is actually a part of the plan, you know? Right. Like, we need to expect them to give their best, absolutely, for sure. But then we need to show them the path back from inevitable failure. This is what I tell the students. I told the middle school guys last night, and parents, if you're listening, you need to hear my heart. I'm not that youth pastor that's like, all right, kids, you're not going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to do blah, blah, blah. I'm not a legalistic youth pastor. And the reason why is because I'm not an idiot. Kids are going to fail. They're going to sin. I expect them to do their best because that's what God wants. But God knew that, they, that we were going to sin. And so he sent his son to pay for that. So what's the path back from inevitable sin, especially for a middle school guy or a high school guy, middle school girl, high school girl, you think they're going to mess up? Of course they are. All we have to do is look at our own lives lives and say I sinned I failed but it's not the end mm-hmm. the the end is Jesus paid for that and mm-hmm. all I have to do is go to him and say Lord forgive me for this mm-hmm. and when it comes back to your remembrance like you were talking about because I do that I think back on my life and I'm like oh my Lord why <laughs> and then he just reminds me it's like I already paid for that bro my grace is sufficient that's right that was the better way to say that but but that that's exactly right So we have to
0: show them. My grace is sufficient, bro. Bro. (laughs) We have to show them the way back. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I love what you just said there. I think it's striking that balance. Of hey, you got to deal with this failure, but then also you've got to overcome this failure. That's right. That's I love right. I love that you we kind of talk through that that you know we we've got to repent, we've got to work through it, but it can't it cannot define us right, and it cannot cripple us. That's right. And so as much as teenagers struggle, I think adults struggle with oh, this too. Oh, so you I mean, you might resonate with this and re have have failures in your life that you're holding on to. That's right. You need to go back to the scriptures and understand that God is not holding on to those failures. Once again, you deal with them, you repent honestly and truthfully, go to the repentance episode and learn how to do that. But you, you, you honestly repent and you will see God's grace and mercy in our lives. And we don't have to live those things out. And when those, when those memories come then we can say, man, we can we can change that and say, man, look, look at what God has brought me through. Glory to God yeah. that I'm not that person
1: yeah. anymore. Well, that, that kind of brings me to my last thing I want to say about the teenagers is that, you know, parents, um, this is something to, to hear, and I, and I love parents. I love my parents, and I and I know I'm going to struggle with this. We need to try to avoid lecturing too much because mm. your kids don't care what you think what we need to do instead is ask questions about what they have learned Mm. because it's good because they because that's not going to work it's not it's not that you shouldn't try to talk to them about these things it's that it's just practically not going to work when you lecture them Mm -hmm. what's going to work is when you ask them questions and get their wheels spinning so that they can start coming to those conclusions that you already know and then when they come to them on their own they're going to be like well did you know that and you're going to be like yeah that's what i've been telling you your whole life right and so we have to ask these questions get them to well that's why
0: those other role models are important too that that we talked about in our last episode because um the the godly role models are going to help them walk through that. And when Mm -hmm. your when parents have already said something and then a godly role model says the exact same thing. Like, oh can you believe Pastor Pastor "Pastor Brian was telling me that I'm like, oh wow. I've never said that to you ever in my (laughs) life. You know (laughs) But God has revealed it to them through the godly role models that are in their life. So I'm thankful for that.
1: Well and yeah, exactly. And when it happens you celebrate the growth, right? right? When when they when they get it. You don't you don't bemoan that they didn't learn it from you. You you celebrate it because that's what you want.
0: Yeah, you know. So, well, as we wrap this up, we got to remember there's different types of failure. Mm -hmm. Failure is not bad, right? Failure is not all bad, right? I think that we learn from failure. We understand God is working and growing, growing us and. This is this is part of the human experience. We got to help our kids understand that but not be defeated by failure.
1: Yeah, that's right. We we're giving our children the right understanding at an early age because that's going to help them overcome challenges throughout their whole lives. We have to teach them as soon as we can. If your kids are or older, start start helping them understand this now. If they're younger, help them understand so that they're not crippled by real failure or even possible failures. They need to be able to overcome And we got to encourage them to be who God wants them to be. And we got to help them to learn from failure. That's the key. And that's the key for us. So if you're a listener and you're struggling to know exactly what you're supposed to be doing with your life, well, run back to the Lord and ask Him, and He will tell you. And and be encouraged to be the person that God wants you to be,
0: not somebody else. And these are hard talks that we have to have with our children as they grow up because this will not— come naturally. Like you said earlier, this will not be something that the world helps them with, helps them through. And so this is something that, that really to me is distinctly Christian. How we handle failure is distinctly Christian. And we must uh, help our children to understand that through when these things come up in their life, as they come up, help them to understand how to walk through that.
1: That's right. Yeah. Well, man, I I have thoroughly enjoyed, uh, especially these last two episodes. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm loving this series um listeners i hope you're loving it too if you are you know let us know write a review um give us an email um and so
0: yeah that's great well we'll be back next week with an episode i'm blanking on the topic do you remember no i don't know (laughs) i don't remember either but it's gonna be good it's gonna be good (laughs) in a couple weeks we're excited though because we have a special guest Matt Higgins from Northwoods church, mm-hmm. a local church here is going to be, and we're going to have the talk about sex. The big one, the big one, the big one.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's going to be a long episode That's but it's episode gonna be
0: good. number five. So look for that here in a couple of weeks. That's so. right. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate all of our listeners. We're, we're just grateful that you give us the time to listen every week.
1: Amen. All right. Well, thanks for listening and we'll,
0: we'll see, see you next time. time.
1: Yes, failure. (laughs) Don't know what that's like. (laughs) Never failed before. Anyways. I
0: don't
1: think that's true. Yeah. It's like I've been around you enough to know that you definitely are a failure. (laughs) Can you be a success at failure?